Well, good morning, friends. How the heck are you? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. By the time this episode drops, it will be March 24th, episode number 38. Uh, If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Um, I pray and hope you are getting a ton of value out of it. We are in the middle of a life coaching series right now. So if you just started listening to the podcast, go back to January 20th. I'm walking you guys through the life coaching process. My function on this planet is to help Christians, Christians that are feeling burdened, okay, stressed, all that good stuff, to learn to find their identity apart from their performance, circumstances, and other people's opinions so you can live out the freedom that Jesus promised and carry out the grace of God in your life in the only way that you can. So I'm walking you guys through a process to help you build a solid identity. I started that uh, that course or this course, <laughs> this little mini series, January 20th of 2020. So um, if you're right in the middle of it, go back to the beginning, walk yourself through these episodes, you guys. Um, this We're building a foundation. We've already talked about, um, we've talked about a lot of things. Um, on March 16th, we talked about who are you in character and how to, you know, I began to identify yourself in that type of way. Who are you in character, right? Um, who are you in spirit? We talked about what the spirit, flesh, and the soul is. You guys go back to episode, what would that be? That would be Feb- or, yeah, February 27th, uh, episode 24. Um, check that out. You guys, it's so cool to have a framework to understand ourselves as human beings. That's really the journey that you're on is learning to understand yourself in the context of your own life and, you know, really get some insight to what God says that the fruit of the spirit is self-control. So how can you control yourself if you're not aware of yourself, right? So becoming aware of yourself, becoming aware of your, you know, your habits, your actions, your attitudes, how they're impacting your life right? Taking full responsibility for the outcomes of your life, even if you don't necessarily like it. How can you change what you're not aware of and what you don't um, take ownership for, right? And here's the cool thing. You don't have to be defined even by outcomes in your life that you're not proud of, because if you're in Christ, you got the grace of God inside of you, right? So the grace of God is that buffer. He, The grace of God gives you the authority to live out your character and your values and your purpose. You don't have to ask permission from nobody. You don't need validation from anybody to do it. Your circumstances don't have to look a certain way, right? It's not dependent upon your performance as well. You know, am I doing this right? Do I know everything? You don't have to. All you got to do is accept the grace of God, accept you're not all knowing and begin to integrate um, his grace into your life. What is grace? God's grace is a perspective. It's the, it's the perspective in your life that you didn't have before that takes the heaviness off of your chest, right? The aha moments that you have in your life. You're like, wow, I didn't know that. Those breakthrough moments. That is God's grace in our life, you guys. So we got to learn how to take his grace in the areas of our life that we feel stuck, burdened, shamed, condemned, and say, God, give me a new perspective so I don't have to live as a slave anymore. You say that I'm free. So you guys, that is the heart of this podcast. I hope you guys are getting some value out of it. Thank you for joining me today. So let me see. Let's let me go back here to what we've been talking about. Okay. Yesterday we finished off. How do I know my perception is true? Okay. So if you haven't heard that one, go back to that. That's really important because the only thing that's ever going to change is our perception. So how do we know when our perception is true? How do we know what needs to be changed? Let's have that conversation today. You guys, we're going to be talking about core values. What are core values? 
you guys are you guys are learning the process to how to live by your character and how to live by your values. Character has to come first and then values come second. And I'm going to explain to you guys in today's podcast what the difference is between the two and, uh, you know, give you some more understanding of what core values are and how they're relevant to you in the context of your life. Before we get into that, let's go ahead and pray and then we can jump into this conversation. So, uh, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for your spirit that's in us. You give us enlightenment, God. You really give us light. You are the light. You're the light of the world, Lord, and you are inside of our hearts, God. And you give light to all the areas in our in our lives and all the areas where, you know, we're burdened, where the enemy steals, kills, and destroys, you know, where we're paralyzed, where we feel like we're imprisoned, and it's inside of our own minds and in our own hearts, God. You really give us the, the grace, which leads to truth, which leads to freedom, God. And I just pray for every single person that listens to this podcast that they would experience your freedom because of your truth, Lord. Help us to understand truth in the context of our life. How is the truth we're living by, the reality that we're believing in our life, impacting our lives? Let us not be afraid to face our own reality, Lord, because we have your grace, God. We don't have to be condemned or shamed or judged because for any of those things, Lord. We have your grace. We have your spirit. We have your perspective. It says you've given us everything we need for life and godliness. You know, so Lord, let us just tap into that today. Let us draw near to you. Let us know you more. Let us live out the purpose you have for us, God, with all of our hearts, Lord. It says that your commands are not burdensome, that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And Lord, we want to experience that with all of our hearts today, God. Help us to continually walk through this process. So Lord, I pray you'll please guide this conversation. Help me to, um, you know, articulate values, what they are. So the people listening to this podcast can learn, can understand for themselves what values are and begin to identify their own values in the context of their life so they can begin to learn to stand upon this foundation that's already inside of them, Lord. So help us, God, to take these words, put them into practice in our life, to understand them in the context of our life, Lord, to understand the truth that you have for us so we can experience the freedom, so we can pour out the grace in our life. We can pour out the grace into the world that you've poured into us, God. So we love you. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So, okay, friends. We're going to be talking about core values today. What are values? All right. What are they? So in a really simple, really easy, understandable, digestible definition, values are the things that are important to you. Okay. They are the driving force in your life that underpin your beliefs. Now, and this all is going to really tie into your motives. Okay. And we're going to be talking about motives today too, you guys, because your motives are the same as your core values, if that makes any sense. Motives are your driving force. I'm going to be sharing that with you guys um, as I walk you through a little bit about, you know, kind of where core values fit in to the whole process of, you know, um, outcomes, decisions, feelings, thoughts, beliefs, values. You know, there there is a systematic way you can look at this, okay? So I'm going to share it with you guys really quick. So, at the very core of yourself, you're going to have your values inside inside of you, right? Inside your heart, the spirit, man. The spirit is your character, okay? If, if you want to be able to break yourself down a little bit, you know, or at least give yourself sort of more of a reference point, the spirit is going to be your character and your values. Just like God puts his spirit in you, he puts his character inside of you, his values. You also have character and values, okay? And so, um, and as I've talked about in the other podcasts, I mentioned to you guys, I think it was like February 27th or 20, 28th, 
sorry you guys, I'm looking down here, 27th. I talk about the difference between the soul, the spirit, and the flesh. You know, so you have your spirit, man, which is your character and your values inside of you. God's Holy Spirit is inside of you. And then you have your soul. Your soul is different than your your spirit because, how can I say this? You have to have something apart from you, a vehicle that's going to influence your character and your values, your spirit, right? So that's where the soul comes in. That's where the soul is just your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. Okay, so... All, all I'm trying to do is give you some type of framework so you can sort of, if you were to compartmentalize yourself in some type of way, just so you can understand yourself, okay? So, you know, your spirit is your character and your values, which are inside your heart. And then your soul is your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting because when you read the Bible, uh, God uses the word spirit in one context and then he uses um, soul in another context. And so if you take these definitions I'm giving to you, and then you sort of insert that it really begins to bring some more life to what the Lord is saying in terms of, you know, uh, what good is it to, to, uh, what is it gain the world and lose your soul? What good is it to gain the approval of other people and lose your own thoughts, emotions, and will? Isn't that interesting? And think about how your own thoughts, emotions, and will influence who you become, which is in your, your spirit, your character, right? A lot of times we don't learn how to use our soul, right? Our thoughts, emotions, and our will to influence and build our character by the grace of God. A lot of times we use our soul to condemn our spirit, right? Um, we can look at our character and, and we can judge ourselves. And then we go ahead and use those condemning thoughts and our will against us. Our, how many people especially Christians, are living against their own will. You guys, I did that for a really long time. I lived massively compulsive in my Christian walk, okay? How do you know what that's like? It's when you say yes and you mean no. But Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Even in the context of your relationship with him, why are you so afraid to be honest with God about what you want to do and what you don't want to do? Well, what I want to do may not be what he wants to do. Okay, good. Confess it. God says the truth will set you free. Truth is just acknowledgement of your reality, right? And if you have outcomes in your life that you're not happy with, maybe you could tie that to the, the aspect of, oh Lord, that's why, because I'm not seeing the way, I'm not seeing things the way you see things. Does that make sense, you guys? I'm getting distracted. I thought I heard somebody outside. No, maybe not. Kind of creepy, right? <laughs> but, uh, so you have your, your soul, which influences your spirit, right? The thoughts that you entertain about who you are, your character, your values. And a lot of times we live divided against ourselves, okay? We um, don't know how to use the grace of God to um, give, you know, how can I say this? A lot of times when you're living in condemnation, um, you sit there and you point out your wrongs right? That's what condemnation is. Well, God's grace comes and he's like, you know what? You're a human being. You're not all knowing. You don't have all the outcomes you want in your life because you don't have all knowledge and wisdom, right? You're very limited in your ability. You have limited time, limited energy, limited resources. So at what point are you going to tap into the one that created you that has, that knows all things, created all things, has all resources, right? So we have to be able to, you know, be able to use grace, right? A different perspective you didn't have 
and integrate it into your life and look at yourself from another way, right? And not judge yourself like you usually do. And so, anyway, you guys, you have to kind of understand that relationship. So, you're going to have your, your values, which is your core, your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, decisions, and outcomes. See, and I think it's really important to kind of work backwards here because you're not going to understand what your beliefs and values are if you don't start from the outside and work your way in, right? Kind of being able to backtrack your life, if that makes any sense. So you look at your outcomes in your life and you say, okay, what results have I produced in my life? What do, what, what results, what, what, what is the reality of my life? What are the outcomes, right? I, do you have in your life what you really want? If not, you got to ask yourself some questions, okay? If you don't have the outcomes you want in your life, you got to ask yourself, what decisions are you making that are leading to those outcomes, okay? What decisions are you making? What habits are you living by, right? What attitudes characterize your life? Habits, attitudes, behaviors, okay? So what decisions have you made that resulted in certain outcomes? And and do you realize you even have a decision? Do you guys understand that's the difference between, you know, freedom and, 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 and bondage is your ability to see the options that you have in your life? So if you tell yourself you don't have a choice, you're trying you're, you're telling yourself you weren't able to make a decision, so you're not responsible for the outcome. So then who's responsible? Who are you outsourcing your well-being to if someone else is in charge? Who are you waiting to come and save you? I thought greater is he who is in you than who is in the world. Who, you know what I'm saying? That means you have all wisdom, all knowledge, all everything you need inside of you because you have the spirit of God in you. He knows everything. He says he'll never leave you or forsake you. He loves you. Perfect love casts out fear. There's no excuses anymore. Christ already came and did his job. At what point is are we as Christians going to start emulating and reflecting that to the rest of the world? Right? So if you tell yourself you don't have a decision, you don't. that means that's like saying you don't have a will. That's like saying you don't have a soul. And Jesus says, what good is it to gain the world and lose your soul? Get lost in the world, right? No, oh, I don't have a choice. I'm just going to be drug around by whatever, by whoever and whatever. Okay. So identify your outcomes, identify the choices that you've made, and then go back to your feelings, right? Let's talk about that. And I know that that's one of those things that a lot of Christians say, you don't pay attention to your feelings. Um, you know, uh, die to yourself. It doesn't matter how you feel, you know, and, and I get what you're saying because you know what? Emotions come and go. Right? They really do, you guys, because, again, emotions stem from your thoughts, which we're going to get into that. So how many random thoughts do you have in your mind throughout the day? Right? I mean, it's crazy. You know, I think we just have to learn to get comfortable with our own emotions and not try to deny them or repress them. That's when we have that the issues. And I shared something with, I shared that with you guys. I was reading, I was listening to a book. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, she was talking about... Um, you know, being able to process our, our raw emotions, how they're like nutrients. And then anytime we do, we deny or have expectations, gossip, guilt, doubt, insecurity. She goes that, that equals reactivity and that becomes toxic. You, you know, we, when you learn to process your emotions, she equated it to like eating processed food, you know, and how it's not healthy for you. So when you deny, when you are operating in doubt, 
when your expectations aren't realistic, because these are all learned behaviors, right? That's the other thing she brought up. All these things are learned behaviors that we have as far as gossip, expectations, denial, doubt, guilt, insecurity. And so, you know, wh why can't people just learn to kind of sit with themselves in that way and be like, Lord, why do I feel this way? Right? Why am I, why am I, because that's what's going to happen. You're going to feel a certain way and you're going to make a certain decision based on how you feel. Right? Unless, of course, you've become a person that's, you know, driven by your values, then you'll learn to understand, you know what? I'm just having one of those days. I'm going to live by what's important to me and I'm just going to sit with the emotion and just let it pass and get, get back on track. Right? So you have your feelings, which lead to your thoughts, right? So you have certain thoughts that go about your brain. Some are super random, okay? And then you have your beliefs, which come before that, you know? And we've talked about where beliefs come from. Now, now remember, when you were born, you weren't born all-knowing, right? And you've had experiences in your outside world, and as things have happened, you've attached meanings to that. So your beliefs equal your experiences plus the meanings that you have assigned to those experiences, right? That's why it's really, really important to sort of check yourself that way, right? And, and I've, I've done, I've done uh, plenty of podcasts on beliefs, you guys. You can go back to, um, sorry, y'all, let me jump back here. You guys can jump back to, um, it looks like... Oh, March 2nd, how beliefs are formed, stages that beliefs are formed. I'm not going to get into that again, you guys. Go back and listen to episode 25 and 26, March 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. That whole week we were talking about beliefs and how they're formed in the stages. It's really important you guys understand that. The more you do this work, the more you're going to understand yourself. And then you get down to your values, the things that are important to you. So the thing with, with values is values come from how can I say this we're all born right into certain families certain environments now because we are born into a world that is lacking right it has the knowledge of good and evil you have to contend with the knowledge of evil um, the knowledge of evil steals kills and destroys so and uh, you know keeps people blind ignorant slaves okay so because of that you're not always gonna get everything that you should have gotten while you were growing up, right? I mean, you're going to have some type of lack in your life. That's just the way it goes. God has given us other human beings to care for us, right? He's entrusted us with other humans to raise, right? And we're not going to do it perfectly, you know? And so as a result of living in this world and realizing how limited we are, you are going to be driven to have certain things in your life, right? That you, that are gonna be important to you, okay? And so it's really, really important to identify that. Like I said, your values are gonna be just your motives, the things that motivate you in your life. And we're, and we're gonna get into that in just a couple minutes. So, your core values is the core foundation, but in order to see it, you gotta work backwards. And I just walked you guys through that. So, look at your outcomes, Look at the decisions you've been making that have led to those outcomes. Check out your emotions that are underneath of those decisions. How are you feeling? Okay. And then, you know, identify the thoughts that are fueling those feelings. Identify the experiences that you've had. 
and the meanings you've attached to those experiences that brought about those beliefs, right? That are going to reveal your motives. Okay. And you know what? Why are people so afraid to expose their motives? And we're going to hopefully get into that too, you guys, because I, I was looking at some scriptures today that I want to share with you guys. So I want you to just ask yourself some questions. What drives you? You know, if you look at your life, are you trying to make a name for yourself? Um, are you trying to make money? Or are you trying to make an impact? You know? Um, I would say I'm trying to make money and I'm trying to make an impact. Um, I'm definitely, I know that I'm going more for the impact than for money because I've been doing this for two or three years and only the last couple months have I been able to make a few bucks doing this, you know. As you guys know, if you ever want to start a podcast, if you start one here on Anchor, you can get sponsors. They can sponsor you, you know, a dollar a month, five bucks a month, ten bucks a month. I have two sponsors right now that are both sp sponsoring me five bucks a month. I've shared with, I shared with you guys on the podcast, you know. So the point I'm trying to make is um, I know that at the core of who I am, do I want to be able to make money to give my children more experiences and opportunities? Absolutely, you guys. Most definitely. And I hope if you want to do that, you can get comfortable in your own skin, especially if you're a Christian. I feel like if you're a Christian and you want to make more money, people automatically put you in this box. Oh, prosperity gospel. Oh, you know what I mean? And so there's certain people that I don't even like to talk about these things around because they automatically judge you in that way, you know? But, uh, you know, just ask yourself, what drives you, right? A name for yourself. Do you want to make money? Do you want to make an impact? And why do you want to make an impact? You know, you guys, ultimately, I want to make an impact because I want to leave a legacy for my children. I want to leave my children a solid blueprint for life. I want to leave them a solid blueprint to be able to establish their identity within themselves so they can move forward in the world of the things that they want to do through the grace of God. You know, I want to um, teach them how to rule and subdue because God says that that's our role as human beings. We're supposed to rule and subdue. We're supposed to be in control, you know, and I think we got to stop playing the blame game or, you know, a lot of the outcomes we see in the world. Oh, why, if God is so good, why does this happen? Okay. Why doesn't man understand the full responsibility that they have, right? God never took the responsibility for Adam not to work and take care of the garden, or he never told Eve not to help Adam and do what she was supposed to do either. The only thing that they needed from God was a covering. It's like, okay, y'all are in isolation. Y'all are in hiding. You're not going to till the earth and do what I've told you to do. They needed practical wisdom. So you guys, that's all we need. Your purpose and function isn't taken away based upon your, your ability of your sin. Okay, cool. You acknowledge that. Now get some practical wisdom and get back out there and do what you're supposed to do. You know, so my, my, my heart and my life and my goal is to create a blueprint for my children. Cause I, you know, I've got a lot of children y'all and um, I want to make an impact in their life. And if, if Jesus don't come and take us out, right? If he don't come back anytime soon, I want my kids to have a blueprint that they can follow in their life and have some type of foundation. You know, my, my family, my mom and dad never left me anything like that. I mean, they left me a life as far as what not to do. And you could say, oh, wow, that's not really nice Ashley, but it's true. You know, my parents were both alcoholics. They both died super young. And, uh, you know, my mom was 46. My dad was 52. My stepmom was in her 50s. They were all young. I, I think even my biological dad, I think he I think he died of a heart attack or something. Um, he might have been. He was 11 years older than my mom. So 46, 56, 57. He was probably close to his, he was probably in his 60s, mid 60s. 
almost 70 when he died. You know, so he didn't have like a, his life wasn't too short, but I mean, you know, he, um, um, he didn't invest a lot in me because I was a secret life. So I'm like, you know, again, those are my values, right? Again, as we just shared, your values are formed by what you did not have in life, right? The, the motives that you have. And so, you know, I am driven by freedom. You know, I want my children to um, be able to understand the, the, the choices that they have and the options they have. You know, um, I, I love truth because truth will set us free. Jesus already said that. You got to be able to establish the truth in the context of your life to change any type of outcome in your life. You know, um, authenticity is, oh, courage. Courage is really important to me. Um, you got to be able to show up with your whole heart and uh, God's grace gives, gives us courage. I think courage is the foundation for any other thing that's good. You know, um, I, um, like I said, I definitely value, oh, growth, you know, and development. I think that's important, making progress in life. So, you know, and if you look back at your life, you know, and that's the thing, you know, think about the things in your life that you didn't get, not to be a victim, but to understand why you do what you do, because you're going to be driven towards the things that you, that are important to you because you didn't have it and you want to establish that for yourself. Okay, so what drives you? All right. And as I said, it stems from what you needed. And for me, like I told you guys, I want freedom. Um, I didn't really realize there was a lot of choices when I was growing up, you know, with the lifestyle that we had. And uh, so as I've looked back on how my environment impacted me, it helped me to understand why I do what I do, why I have the motives I have. And that's what I mean. Don't be afraid to expose the motives that you have inside of your life. And so let's talk about that really quick, you guys. I might not be able to share everything with you. We might talk about this a little bit tomorrow. Um, you know, maybe we will. We're going to save motives for tomorrow. This is going to be really, really important that we talk about this really quick, you guys. Because we always say, God's going to judge the motive. God knows the motives of our hearts. So if that's true, we got to be comfortable with our own motives. And we have to be comfortable with the fact that God isn't going to condemn us for having motives. Motives are important. It's just what are they and how are you living them out? What motives do you have? What beliefs are, are tied to the motives you have, right? And the thoughts, your feelings, decisions, and your outcomes. Again, work backwards today. You know, what's important to you? What is driving you? Ask yourself these questions. And as I've shared with you guys before, you can get online and type in core values, like a core values uh, list, you know, and they have lists out there of, of these things. So you can at least start to put some language to these things. You know, when you guys have a word uh, for certain things in your life, it really is empowering. That's the cool thing about the English language. I mean, I know there's a lot of words out there, but because of that, we are, the, you know, we are able to communicate in a lot of ways that some people can't, right? So utilize the power of language. You know, God, God even talks about that, you know, as far as, uh, you know, um, how important words are. They do impact us. So you got to understand, you know, put some words to the ways that you're living and understand yourself, you guys. So we'll go ahead and talk about motives tomorrow. I thought I was going to talk about it today, but um, I've only got a couple minutes left on the podcast, so I don't want to jump into that and not have enough time. So anyway, you guys, that's all core, that's all core values are. They're just your motives. They're, your, they're the driving force in your life. They're going to underpin your beliefs. As I said, if you don't know how beliefs are formed, go back to the podcast in the beginning of March, check that out. 
okay and uh get some more understanding as far as that goes and uh you know and then the other thing is uh start to if you haven't done any of the homework yet you know um it's it's going to be really hard for you to build an identity if you're not understanding yourself in terms of how do you define yourself and uh in the second week we um we uh i chatted with you guys about um who you are how you're defining yourself and what not to do you know and so you guys check check out those episodes of how not to build your identity don't just build it upon um a what you do a title a skill and then how you do it your performance learn to base yourself off of your character right um that is within you and uh if you say you don't have character then you need you just need grace if you say you don't have character then i can guarantee you have shame condemnation or judgment within yourself that needs to go. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to pop off here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Tomorrow, we will go ahead and jump into motives. We're going to talk about that. And um, I hope I look forward to that conversation and sharing it with you guys. I love you so much. Have an awesome rest of the day. And I will see you next time.